Hi, this is Lucia with Yard of Love. I'm a dating expert who specializes in helping you get your ex back. Today, I want to talk about how the no contact rule works if you have kids with someone, whether you're married to them or not. I get this question a lot on the channel, and so I thought, okay, it's time to discuss it. But do keep in mind that most of the videos on my channel are geared towards people who are single and who are dating and who do not have kids together. So before I get into today's topic, I want to remind you to make sure that you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any future videos. And while you're at it, tap the bell icon so you will be notified when my next video is up. So the first thing I want to say about having kids with someone and being in a breakup is that you actually have an advantage, <laughs> believe it or not, because everyone is worried, oh my God, how can I do no contact if we have to have contact because of the kids? Well, that's your advantage. You have to have contact. They can't just disappear. Well, they could, but hopefully they won't. <laughs> and so you have a chance to show that you are making changes if they broke up with you because of your behavior and that you're improving yourself. But first, you do have to do a modified form of no contact. You do have to do no contact up to a point. Obviously, you have children together, so you can't totally do no contact. And so the first thing I want to say is do not <laughs> use the kids as an excuse to break no contact. Your ex is going to be expecting you to do that anyways. You know, that's amateur hour. Everyone thinks that, oh, well, just contact him to ask about little Johnny, thinking that he doesn't know what you're up to. It's like, come on, is your spouse that dumb or your ex that dumb? But you're not going to do that because you're too smart for that now. You're listening to me and you know <laughs> that that's not going to work. So you can't do full no contact. You're going to do a modified form, and that means no extra contact. You only reach out if it has to do with the kids. And so you ask yourself before you reach out, is this really necessary? Do I really need to contact my ex right now or can it wait? And if it can wait, then just make a list of things you want to talk to them about and then do it all at once. Either do it in one phone call, like once a day or once every other day, or in one text. That way you get everything out of the way at once and you're not reaching out every two or three hours and they're going to be like, oh God, what does she want again? <laughs> there she goes again, trying to keep in touch. Leave me alone. So you want to minimize the contact as much as possible and not make it seem like you're reaching out just for the heck of it, just to keep in contact because that's not going to work. Also, something you want to keep in mind is that when your ex reaches out to you, you don't always want to respond, you don't always want to pick up, and you don't want to necessarily text back right away, unless obviously it's absolutely necessary if it's an emergency, if it's something urgent with the children. But otherwise, if you don't have to respond right away, don't, and don't always pick up, and don't always call them back within five minutes. Sometimes call them back quickly, and sometimes don't, because you don't want them to catch on that you're up to something. But just let them know that, you know, you're not at their beck and call and you're, you're going to jump every time they reach out to you. Another thing you want to keep in mind is do not <laughs> question the kids about what's going 
on over at daddy's house or mommy's house, you know the way kids are, you know how honest they are, and they may inadvertently say something to your ex. So do not try and use them as your little spies. Keep them out of this as much as possible. And then finally, I want to talk about the exchange or the changing of the guard, as I like to call it, (laughs) when you have to uh, either pick up the kids or hand them over. And for the first 30 days, I would say that you should try to not be home, try to have a third party be there. Maybe if you're living with relatives, your parents, or you have a roommate, try to have the roommate be there and you not be there. Or if you have to drop them off, have the third party drop them off or pick them up. If possible, have someone else do all that in the first 30 days. And you just have an excuse. You know, I'm, I'm busy, I'm working, I'm this, I'm that. Try to minimize that face-to-face contact in the first 30 days. Because you want them to have a chance to miss you and to wonder about you because they're going to be thinking that, oh, you're going to be trying to see them and trying to talk to them every time you exchange the kids. And meanwhile, it's going to be the opposite. You're not even going to be there. And they'll be like, wow, that's weird. That's interesting. That's different. (laughs) After 30 days, you can pop up once in a while, but still not all the time. You want to be unpredictable in terms of whether you are home or not when they drop off the kids or whether you drop off the kids or not let them wonder who is going to show up this time so if you are trying to do no contact with your ex and you have kids together comment below and let me know what challenges you've been having and if you'd like to speak to me personally to get coaching you can contact me at my website theartoflove.net if you're listening to this on youtube remember to like and subscribe if you're listening on iTunes. I would appreciate it if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.